Welcome to Stay Engaged 2021. Everything you know and love about IAB Engage, but brought to you day by day. It's Engage, but offstage. Stay Engaged is hosted in partnership with Quantcast, creators of a new and innovative intelligent audience platform. In the past year, AD has been the new buzzword in audio. But what does that actually mean? And how many Ds are too many? This session covers it all in an immersive practical guide for marketers, agencies, and brands. For the best audio experience, enjoy this episode with good quality headphones. Here's Kath Maroney from Red Apple Creative. Too Many Ds on the Dance Floor is the name of our session today. I'm Kath and I'm the Executive Creative Director of Red Apple Creative and I'm joined by two of my lovely colleagues, Sam and Ben. Chaps, would you like to introduce yourselves and what you do? Hey, I'm Sam. I'm Head of Production across Red Apple and our audio facility, SNK Studios, here on sunny Tottenham Court Road, where we are today. I work on lots of our immersive campaigns and manage lots of Dolby cinema mixing, as well as overseeing tons of music jobs and audio branding campaigns for our clients. And I'm Ben, audio engineer and composer working at Red Apple Creative. I've been working on immersive audio campaigns for several years and recently I've been getting more and more questions from clients and even members of my own family about this new thing called 8D audio. So hopefully we should be able to clear that up today. Thanks, guys. So yeah, today we're getting nerdy about 8D audio. So we're going to cover off what it is and look into the practical applications for brands. So just thinking about brands for a second, there are examples that you can find on YouTube of brands using 8D audio, such as Lamborghini. Um, In that particular one, we are encouraged to put headphones on and experience the drive. There's also one from Tourism Australia, um, and they've got a really nice 8D escape piece where you're transported all around Australia in immersive sound, which I definitely recommend listening to. But there is a question on whether these are actually 8D, isn't there, guys? Yeah, indeed. Totally. So, and lots of people think it's a gimmick or dislike it, then it's quite polarising. So you've got other people that really love it. Loads of people have been raving about different tracks. So Spotify have a lot of different 8D playlists. We had the Billie Eilish tracks released um, this year, which people were talking about a lot. So... Um, because it is so polarising, I thought it would be nice to give an example of just how passionate some people feel about this. Um, and this is in the form of a quote that just came up when I was Googling 8D audio just to see what came up. Um, but maybe we should do this in, in like a points of view style clip. Do you remember that old yeah, BBC da, da, show? Da, 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 da. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So if you can just keep singing, that'd be great. No, let's, um, let's pick a track. That's uh, of a similar sort of vibe, and um, let's let's listen to what this particular viewer thinks about 8D. There's no such thing as 8D audio. It's a nonsense term for panning stereo music around a sound field. It's not recognised by any respectable field of audiology or recorded music. And given that it's only two-channel stereo sources, the name itself, 8D, makes absolutely no sense whatsoever. (laughs) (laughs) So uh, that's a strong opinion there, I would say. Um, Obviously, that's looking at things more technically. So, guys, why do you think that it splits opinion so much? And can you explain to any brands, marketers, agencies listening um, to this podcast what 
8D audio actually is? Sure. So the term 8D seems to have come out of nowhere in the past year or so. But to have any chance of understanding what all these Ds are about, we should start at the beginning with 1D or one-dimension audio. 1D. More commonly known as mono. In a mono audio recording, all of the sounds would be recorded to and played back out of one speaker. And all of the individual elements, i.e. all of the different instruments that make up an orchestra, for example, uh, would appear to be coming out of the same place with none of the sense of space and separation uh, that would occur in the real world. And here's an example of what that might sound like. Next came 2D audio, more commonly known as stereo. 2D. Stereo uses two recordings played back simultaneously out of a left and a right speaker or on headphones. And this gives audio engineers the ability to blend different amounts of different sounds between each of the recordings. Um, so you can make stuff uh, pan to the left, for example, or pan to the right. Um, and it just means you've got more space where the sound can exist around the listener. And here's an example of that. Adding another dimension to the party brings us to 3D audio. 3D. 3D audio, also known as immersive audio or binaural, gives the listener an audio experience akin to actually being in a location where sounds can be coming from any direction. So, for example, if we were to create a scene where we're walking through a tropical rainforest and we come to a clearing, birds and bees are flying around. I might even notice a waterfall in the distance. From behind, a tiger starts to do a low growl. And suddenly I need to dive into the water because, as we all know, tigers can't get you in water. Yes, they can. <laughs> Famously, amazing swimmers. <laughs> you're, you're thinking of domestic go, carry, cats. Carry carry <laughs> we're good, we're good. Okay, let's go with that. Uh, so I run and dive bomb into the water. <gasps> so this, what you're listening to, is 3D, binaural or immersive audio, all meaning the same thing. And although it sounds quite high-tech, the methods used have been around for well over 100 years. And so it can be done in different ways, can't it? Yeah. So um, it's not just kind of post-recording. You can actually record immersive audio, can't yeah. you? That's it. We, we do the majority in post, so it gives us far more control over those little nuances and when we need to mm. swap out and amend things, it kind of gives us that luxury. Yeah. But you've got the binaural dummy heads, yeah. which are kind of built and structured around a human head but made of plastic, mm. um, and the microphones, the principle is that they're the same size and shape as the human ear and the same distance apart as a normal ear. Yeah. So it captures the sound exactly as it would if you were in the room. So then it replicates that back into stereo, and when you listen to it with headphones on, it reproduces the audio exactly how it was captured on location with those reverbs and things. If I'm right, Ben, it's something to do with the sound hitting your ears at different times. Yeah, exactly that. So um, imagine you've got these little microphones in the ear canals of a dummy mannequin head and it's way creepier than it <laughs> yeah. even sounds. Terrifying. Creepy looking things. <laughs> uh, but yeah, it's basically recreating the physics of um, what it's like if there's a sound coming from your left, uh, it will hit the left ear before the right. So there's a small time delay. Um, there's also uh, 
the right ear will hear it sort of through your head. So there's a, um, a sort of a deadening of the sound. And your brain is just amazing at decoding that um, those delays and the sort of differences in um, tone of the of the sound as uh, as direction. And you can basically have sound coming from any direction, and we can create these amazing immersive experiences. Is there is there any benefit then? Because we do most of ours, as you said, Sam, in mm-hmm. post. Mm-hmm. So, but is there any benefit to actually recording in that way? Is there like certain things that would sound better, like if I don't know, if somebody walks up behind you and whispers in your ear or something like that, or is it really? Does it not really matter? You'd get a better result if you were recording a live performance of a mm. stage show or an orchestra. I've seen some very cool ones where it's got video to support it, and yeah. they basically strap a GoPro to the head of this dummy even more unusual <laughs> and, I'm have terrible nightmares tonight yeah. there's a film in there somewhere <laughs> horror film and they wheel it through an orchestra playing and round, and then you it feels like you're kind of moving around there because you kind of mm. you can um you follow that the sound that this dummy head would do um and that would be very tricky to do in post taking yeah. multiple mono mic signals from you know a huge huge yeah. orchestra um but it's kind of destructive the way you're recording once that's committed to tape it's very hard to go in and change mm. where the person was standing in the room when they delivered that voice over for example around the side of the dummy head whereas yeah. doing it in post and using some of the kind of the panoramic eqs and reverbs spatial reverbs we use gives us luxury which with short form and commercial work is kind of really important yeah. we don't have much need for orchestra recording no. on a daily <laughs> no, do we no. thankfully <laughs> So we've gone 1D, which is mono, uh, 2D, stereo, and 3D, which is your immersive tigers around the head kind of mixing. And if we add several more Ds, I'm not sure where they came from, we get to 8D, which although is technically the same as 3D, um, I think it does uh, describe quite well this new novelty type of mixing that we're hearing, um, specifically with music where they take the lead vocal, the the singer uh, of a song, and move that around your head using these 3D techniques uh, and moving the music somewhere else at the same time to create this illusion of, um, you know, music moving around your head as you're listening to it. So rather than being a new technology, um, 8D is simply a style of 3D immersive mixing. Yeah. Exactly, it's all the same. I mean, look, <laughs> it's all the it's same. It's all the same. Yes. Yeah. Um, binaural music, I think, has its place. Yeah. Right. Recording live music with a binaural mic. Our friend, the dummy head, yeah. with a GoPro on his head. <laughs> um, so it sounds like you're at the venue, listening on headphones, puts you in front of our orchestra or you know a band. Yeah. That's that's great. It's a really good experience, and it can take you to places that you know you weren't able to be there live, but yeah. you can get the kind of the feel. Obviously, physically, the way that a band and an orchestra is laid out is done to give a stereo spread and to allow separation between the different sections, right? Brass, strings. The performance lives in that space and you as the viewer are in a set position, normally in front, and the instruments stay where they are and you interact with that. They don't jump up in the air, fly around yeah. your head with the, you know, conductor chasing you around the Albert <laughs> Hall or whatever. I um, see this. And that's just movement for movement's sake, and that's mm. not how it works, yeah. I think. Yeah. That's my yeah. concern. So I, I quite like this idea. So just for our listeners, um, let's give a little example of this, if it were done as a live performance. So Sam, if I mm-hmm. just load you up with this drum machine, okay. here you go. Thank you. Yeah. <laughs> And then, Ben, if I can throw you over this keyboard. Thank you very much. 
Yeah. <laughs> um, ideally, we do need a vocal, though, don't Good we? Jack. As we've just been saying. Yeah. Cool, Jack. Okay. So if you can just secure yourselves with these ropes for me while I call Jack. All right, I'll have the gate. I'll have this one. Looks more comfortable. Right. Mm. Okay, I'm in. Yep, I'm in. Hello, Hi, Jack. It's Kath. Are you okay to come into Studio One, please? Yeah, of course. I'll pop up now. Oh, yeah. Quick one. Are you afraid of heights or the waltzers? No, why? No, cool, no reason. <laughs> if you just pop up. Thank you. Or tigers. <laughs> <laughs> now, if... All right, Jack, how you doing? Hey, Jack. Hey, mate. Uh, um, so, now, if Ben and Sam, you want to start mm. playing, yeah, okay. this will start off in stereo. Oh, one, two, three, four. <laughs> Jack, let's get you secured on this rope. Don't ask questions. Um, okay. And yeah, if you can just start singing, you can sing as any line, um, any little song that you've made up off the top of your head. Um, so, what do you want to sing? You can just start that now. Uh, I'm flying high. My feet don't touch the ground and I know why. So now what I'm going to do is start whirling you around like this. I'm flying high. My feet don't touch the ground and I know why. Spin me around like a record since the end of my life. And this, (laughs) lovely listeners, is basically the experience of 8D audio in music. Feet don't touch the ground and I know why. Spin me around like a record since the end of my life. Okay, that's quite enough of that. So come down, come down. Well done. Thanks, Jack. Thanks, mate. Cool. Thanks, guys. See you again. He won't answer the phone to you again. I know, yeah. Um, Right, so that's a little slice of 8D music, if it were to be recorded that way, which not really sure adds anything to the experience (laughs) so sam being such a muso having your technical background in music Mm -hmm. and studio production how do you actually feel about 8d music do you like it do you not like it i appreciate it's good for its novelty value right but you know do you remember magic eye puzzles magic Mm -hmm. eye picture they never really they just give you a headache they were great right as a bit of a bit of fun Mm. But you wouldn't never see them though. No, and as a brand, you wouldn't say, right, our next print ad has to be a magic eye because that seems to be all the rage. You, you wouldn't, right? Um, I hope someone does. Oh yeah, right. <laughs> Bring it back. Yeah. I like it. Um, or you know, it's like a. It might all be the rage to have a deconstructed panini served on a shovel on a bed of. Yeah, right? <laughs> but it's, it's just a novelty. There's a reason a sandwich works and has been yeah. around, you know. Um, and I'm a big fan of plates, you know that. <laughs> Keep it simple. So I don't want to sound negative, but when it comes to music, those little nuances yeah. of the mix, the levels, the reverb, the panning, all the extra, you know, additional yeah. audio production on it, all that stuff, it's really, really important. Yeah, definitely. And um, they're all creative decisions made by the mix engineer mm. and the artist. And personally. 8D destroys that, right? It's yeah. like looking at a painting, Kath, one of your beautiful pieces of art, looking yeah. at that through a kaleidoscope. Yeah. Mm. It might look great, but that's yeah. not how you painted it. Yeah. That's not how people should see it. Okay, that's another totally random <laughs> But you see what I mean? It <laughs> yes, takes away do, from yeah. that. And thanks for the plug. That was great art. So, yeah, that's my thoughts. You know, it's making a Foo Fighters track sound like... You know, Dave Grohl and the band are flying around your head, and that's yeah. fine. But that's not how the band 
wanted it to be heard. Yeah. Um, no, that's my thoughts on it. Okay. And so, just to kind of recap, it went on a bit of a bit of a tangent. <laughs> Sorry, <then. laughs> I'm quite hungry and do fancy a panini, but um, so I'll get the shovel. <laughs> so, what we're essentially saying is 8D, 3D, binaural. Yeah. Um, it's all the same thing. And 8D, the only difference really is people are using it to refer to music with vocals. Until we nail string theory and can time travel, (laughs) we'll stick to three, four. I don't think we'll do this before the podcast (laughs) comes out, so I think we're all right. So as an agency, thinking about kind of practical applications, bringing it back to what we're supposed Mm -hmm. to be talking about. Um, So 3D audio, immersive audio, as an agency at Red Apple, we do loads of this for audio ads. So we've done everything from Coke taste experiences to immersive travel ads, film trailers, TV shows like Seven Worlds, One Planet, and even immersive long-form like podcasts. We did the Wind in the Willows audio book. Um, so for me, I think the opportunity when we're... So let's park 8D for now and we just talk about immersive. The opportunity is about experience and journeys and using audio to literally immerse the listener in a scene or a product experience. So what are your thoughts on the practical applications and is there any room for 8D music for brands at all, do you think? I think (laughs) when, you know, good storytelling is at the heart of Mm. good advertising, right? And you have to use the tools at your disposal to get the story across. Yeah. Not just shoehorn in new technology for the sake of it. Yeah, if it can be part of the storytelling, if the uh, vocalist flinging around the room is going to add to it, I think uh, that can be really fun. (laughs) Maybe a ghost flying around. Halloween, write that one down. (laughs) (laughs) Exactly. You know, a good example, we, we do a lot of Dolby mixing and we've yep. got a, a Dolby Atmos suite. Yeah. yeah. Now, Dolby Atmos is great if you've got a helicopter flying over because it's got overhead mm. speakers and that's going to work great. And the best way that that can translate is something overhead yep. yeah. as opposed to coming out the side speakers, it comes out over the top. Mm-hmm. Now, there's no point putting Atmos with people talking in those overhead speakers just because they're there. Yeah. Because people aren't stood above you. <laughs> yeah. So you have to work. Unless you're you know, very, very small. Yeah. <laughs> which <Yeah>. I am. <laughs> Most people talk above me. <laughs> <laughs> the Sam Dillon experience coming soon. <laughs> um, so yeah, I think you just have to put kind of the creative first, yeah. and and if the the best route to telling that story is to use eight D music, then yeah. that's great. It's the mm. same with things, you know, ASMR. Yeah, there are instances where it may work. Most instances that we've kind of that we've seen recently is a way of trying to shoehorn that fad. Mm. into creative. Not personally, I don't think that yeah, works. Yeah, it's just got to serve the creative, basically. So I personally don't mind the immersive style mix of music when it's particularly on those atmospheric parts. So the BBC did um, quite a few different sessions. They were called spatial mixes. Again, same mm-hmm. same thing. Um, and there was one with John Hopkins um, where I felt like the atmospheric builds in the beginning worked really, really well. But then as the track actually kicked in, that's when they started feeling like they were lacking, the vocals moving around. It was quite disorientating mm-hmm. to me. Um, I do wonder if there, because it does work well with atmospheres and things, mm-hmm. is there an application for gaming or experiential, maybe even virtual events, which obviously we've had loads of because of the, the way of the world. Yep. What do you guys think? You know, you mentioned gaming. I think already in the gaming world, a lot of the engines, platforms, I'm no big 
gamer, but but they do. They already have that kind of binaural world yeah. set up, yeah. so atmosphere will move around and footsteps are kind of pulled in. Yeah. Um, and in VR, I know that sound is really important as a as an audio cue. Yeah. If you're get, trying to get someone to turn around to walk through a door, for example, mm-hmm. short of having big red arrows on the screen in front of you, yeah. prompting you to turn your head around, audio, especially binaural audio, you can have a, you know, quick, come over here. Yeah. Yeah. And you know that it's door coming from behind, yeah, so you'll turn around. Yeah, it's exactly the same um, uh, technology. 3D mixing involved. Um, yeah. So, yeah, we've gone through immersive, 3D, um, 8D. Binaural. Binaural. It's all the, it's all the same mm-hmm. thing, basically. Spatial, you're, yeah. Spatial as well. It's putting a listener into a situation and, the, yeah, there's so many creative opportunities with that. So, I guess then, in conclusion, apart from that, it's basically all the same. <laughs> <laughs> so, for me, obviously, you know, I, I love audio. I've worked in audio for over 11 years um, and anything that gets people talking about audio or the power of sound is not necessarily a bad thing um, yeah definitely and there is something to be said for brands if you're saying if you're putting a headline out there and it's we're using 8d audio um, as a PR exercise mm-hmm. then you know that that can be useful for you um, but it's not actually new yeah. and um, I think my prediction is that you'll see a lot more immersive audio um, and it's probably always going to be called something different. So, like, if you if you start hearing 12D audio, it's safe to say you can still refer to this podcast yeah. and, <laughs> and it will be the same. Yeah, um, uh, yeah so, so final point, um, how, many, how many Ds is too many? Until we can time travel and we conquer, you know, string theory, and I think we'll stick to three. Yeah. Yeah. Three's so, enough. Three's enough. Four's too many. Four's is that what we're saying? Yeah. <laughs> Eight's eight definitely too many. <laughs> Thank you, Sam. Thanks, Ben. Thanks to everyone who listened to the podcast. And if you want to know more about immersive audio, head to redapplecreative.co.uk. Cheers. Bye. You're listening to Stay Engaged from IAB UK. Thank you for tuning in to this offstage audio session and thanks to our partners at Quantcast. If you've enjoyed this session, please share it and tag at IAB UK on Twitter or Instagram. Subscribe wherever you're listening to hear the rest of the Stay Engaged sessions and for the regular IAB UK podcast. In tomorrow's Stay Engaged offstage session, the British Heart Foundation's marketing director, Claire Sadler, talks to the IAB about her career, the role for digital at the BHF, and how the pandemic has affected leadership. Coming up as part of Stay Engaged.